0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, January the 18th, 2022, and uh, the day after Martin Luther King Jr. uh, celebration um, holiday. Um, So hope you guys all took some time yesterday, at least momentarily, to reflect on uh, that man and his legacy of peace, of reconciliation, um, of social... Justice, civil rights, um, all those things. Hope it took some time to to think about that, ponder that, and 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 uh, and then think about how how you uh, how you as a person um, are yeah, living that out. And uh, I think uh, I think his uh, his message of nonviolence and reconciliation is such a needed um, a needed a voice today um that the the the, uh, the balance of you know his famous quote of uh you know it's it's always the right time to do the right thing right um justice delayed is justice denied um while at the same time understanding we've got to work together we've got to be together we can't destroy each other we've gotta we got to, we almost you know we, we were brothers and sisters and I think that word is so relevant for us today because we're so divided and so much of what's happening in our culture is used to divide us and to demonize the other side. Um, whether it's politics, whether it's, uh, healthcare, you know, I mean, every, uh, both sides villainize the other side, you know, whether it's, whether it's the vaccine or whether there's the mask or whether it's, uh, whatever it is, both sides do it. They make the other side try to look stupid, like the other side are dumb or the other side are unpatriotic or the other side are foolish or the other side isn't looking at the science. Um, and it's, how about a conversation How about, how about better than that? How about better than just a conversation? How about love? <laughs> how about love? How about, how about just loving each other and listening and understanding and realizing that people can look at the same information and come to different conclusions. Did you know that? Did you know that, you know, some people think if I just give people the right data, they'll agree with me. Do you know people can look at the same data and come up with different conclusions? <laughs> it happens all the time. To, our, to the point of our conversation in the mornings, which is morning prayer and Jesus, the groups of people got around Jesus, heard the same sermons, saw him do the same miracles, and guess what? They came to different conclusions. Now, there were many reasons for those different conclusions, but people came to different conclusions. Now did Jesus say, okay, now those people that didn't agree with us, you gotta go out and hate them. You gotta go out and shame them. You gotta go out and make them look foolish. You gotta no. You still gotta love them. You still gotta love them. You gotta love them. Because um more than your um well articulated arguments, what's gonna win the world is your love. It's your, it's your love. That that's what's gonna win the world. And and more than and just as important, that's what's going to prove to the world that you're my disciples, your love for one another. So, so yeah, I think Martin Luther King was a great yesterday. His his uh, the 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 uh, celebration of his life is his birthday, uh, the all that he meant to this country and to uh, just uh, justice and racial reconciliation, uh, not only in our country but worldwide, um, was uh, was it? It's always timely but it's particularly during the the contentiousness of our world today. So, yeah. So I think loving each other, man, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to villainize. You can disagree. You can say, yep, I I read the same article. I came to a different conclusion. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's talk about it. How's that? (laughs) It's that easy, guys. It really is. (laughs) You don't have to call someone evil or wrong or foolish or stupid or a sheep or whatever. You don't have to. You really don't have to. Yeah, I gotta do, I do because it makes me feel better. Well, you don't have to though. You don't. You slove, man. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier than, you know, a lot. It's. it's just not easier, but it's a lot. It, it'll keep your spirit in a lot more peace. if You choose that route. All right, enough of that. Enough of Terry's soapbox moment about uh, Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. and uh, my personal kind of takeaway from thinking about that day yesterday, but. Um, yeah, so let's let's try to live some of that out, man. Here we go. You know what we're gonna do today? We're gonna read, we're gonna pray, we're gonna change the world. Um, so we're gonna read Isaiah chapter. Almost said 48, but I was looking at the wrong page. Isaiah 44, 9 through 20. I'm gonna actually begin at verse 6. So Isaiah 44 verse 6 through 20, Ephesians 4, 17 through 32, and Mark 3, 19 through 35. So Isaiah, Ephesians, and Mark. Isaiah forty four, verse 6. Thanks, everybody, for being on today. So good to see you guys. Hope you guys are doing great. Off to a good week, I hope, this Tuesday. Um, let's see what God has to say to us. That's what we do. We read, and we uh, we don't come with any preconceived ideas. We just let God speak. We read the Word and reflect on it. and That's, uh, that's what it's all about. All right, let's do it. Isaiah 44, verse 6. This is what the Lord says, Israel's king and redeemer. The Lord Almighty, I am the first and the I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Whoa. Now, for those of you that have been tracking Revelation with us on Sunday mornings, uh, you'll know in the first chapter of Revelation, Jesus says that I am the one who was dead and now alive. Um, I am the first and the last. See, Jesus uses those exact words from Isaiah. I am the first and the last. Verse 7, who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. Does anyone like God stand up? Let yourself be known. <laughs> if you like, stand up, let it be known. Let him declare it and lay it out before me. Lay your case, present your case, how you're like God. What has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come? Yes, let them foretell what will come. Do not be do not tremble do not be afraid did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago you are my witnesses is there any God beside me no there's not all who make idols are nothing and the things they treasure are worthless hmm that's a somber reality, guys, whenever, you know, if you're living your life and you discover that what you've been treasuring is worthless. The sooner we discover uh, and, uh, re- and, um, and uh, disclose the idols that we worship uh, and recognize them as worthless, the sooner we do that in life, the better. Right, the better the sooner we the sooner we, we realize false false idols in our lives, and we uh, we reveal them for what they are, and we just, we see them for what they really are. The sooner we can figure that out in life, the better. When we discover they're worthless, those who would speak up for them are blind. They are ignorant. That is, those who speak up for worthless idols to their own shame. Who shapes a god and casts an idol, which can profit nothing? People who do this will be put to shame. And craftsmen are only human beings. Let them all come together and take their stand. They will be brought down to terror and shame. The blacksmith takes a tool and works it works with its coal. He shapes the, an idol and hammers it and forges it with his might, with the might of his arm. He gets hungry and loses his strength. He drinks no water and grows faint. He's like, all this work. Put into building an idol now he's obviously in the in antiquity quite a few folks built literal literal idols you know little trinkets little you know little <clears throat> little idols that you know and big idols that would sit in the public square uh and people would worship and he's talking about look at all the effort that was put in this human beings that go grow tired built these idols verse 12. The blacksmith uh did, 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 have I already read that? Yeah, I did. Verse 13. The carpenter measures with a line and makes an outline with a marker. He roughs it out with chisels and marks it with compasses. He shapes it with human form, human form in all its glory, that he, it may dwell in a shrine. <clears throat> so he's works real hard to make it look all pretty so it shines and you know. A lot of human effort. We have um so we're we're getting we're putting in a pool. Yay, yay. Yeah, we're putting in a pool. We're excited about that. You know, with it cold like it is, it's like it's you know when it, we're not. It, it does help because if it was hot, we're like, man, when is the pool gonna be done? When was the pool gonna be done? Well, it's cold. It's like, ah, oh, let's just enjoy the process. <laughs> I ain't jumping in that water, no way. <laughs> so there's no water in it right now, anyway, other than the rainwater that that's kind of settled at the bottom of the the chasm. Uh, but uh, my point being, my point being, there is a point, guys. Promise. <laughs> The point being, uh, we see a lot of construction people building stuff, you know, and and, and very skilled people doing, you know, niche kind of jobs, right? They're building screens, like so. Right now, we're getting a screen put over the pool, and so you know, they're they're out there doing this the stuff that they've been doing for many years, and they're we're good at it. They're really good at it. They put a lot of time, and their, their craftsmanship is uh, is on display. It's impressive. because it's, it's impressive, particularly to someone who can't build, you know, Lincoln Logs. <laughs> Like I, 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 that is not me. I, so, uh, I'm fairly decent with words. I struggle with that. Uh, but with my hands, I'm even worse with my hands, man. I, yeah, but, um, but they, you know, they, they want their, they want the job done right. And it looks good and all that, but it's temporary, right? All these things are temporary. You think about people who would spend their lives building something that in the end of the day, doesn't matter. And he says people were building idols. Verse 14. Um, he cuts down cedars, or perhaps took a cypress or oak. He's talking about a carpenter who's building these idols. He let it grow among the trees of the forest or planted a pine, and rain, and rain made it grow. It is used as fuel for burning. Those idols are going to be used for fuel. Some of it takes, some of it he takes and warms himself. He kindles a fire and bakes bread, but he also fashions a god. So the same wood that he uses to you know cook cook his meal he's using to build to build <laughs> to build to build an idol wow he's trying to the, the prophet here is just trying to show the absurdity of idols right like the same wood that is used for burning so that you can cook with that same wood. It's not anything special. It's not any kind of different. It didn't come from heaven. It's just regular old wood, just like grew out of the forest, like all the other wood. And it's the same wood that's used for burning. Is that the one that they're they're casting their idols out of? Half the wood he burns in that fire. Over it he prepares his meal. He roasts his meat and eats his fill. He also warms himself and says, "Ah, I am warm. I see the fire." From the rest he makes a god. <laughs> I love that. That's. The, that's you know I'm, this 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 half of the wood, I'm gonna build a fire, the other half I'm gonna build a god. <laughs> oh man and he bows down and worship it worships it the very thing he built with his own hand. Oh, guys, here's a good reminder for us. we can't be bound down to things we make with our own hands. Mm. and 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 by by our own hands, it's not just yours and mine. it's man made things, right? We can't bow down and worship man-made things. Uh, Whether those things be material things that we can, like, you know, houses and cars and bank accounts and whatever else, materialism, or whether it's man-made institutions, we can't worship them. Um, Respect them, sure. Uh, To some degree, those that are worthy of respect, but not worship them. Uh, just love the way it says. From from the rest, he makes a god uh, his idol. He bows down and worship it. He prays to it, even prays to it, and says, "Save me! You are my God." Now, isn't that funny? He just built the god. He the same out of the same wood that he burnt. He's gonna make the idol, and then he's gonna call it a god, and then he's gonna bow down and worship it, and says, and then prays to it. Come on, man! That's foolishness. That's foolishness. They know nothing. They understand nothing. Their eyes are plastered over so they cannot see, and their minds closed so they cannot understand. No one stops to think. Ooh. No one has the knowledge or understanding to say, Wait a minute. Half of it I used for fuel. I even baked bread over its coals. I roasted meat and I ate. Shall I make a detestable thing from what is left? Shall I bow down to the block of wood? Such a person. Feeds on ashes, deluded heart. Mis, a deluded heart misled him. He cannot save himself, or say, "Is not this thing in my sight? Is not this thing in my in my right hand a lie?" Whoa, whoa! Hold on, everybody! Hold on! Hold on! Sometimes you got to ask your thing, whatever you hold in your right hand is what you, what do you hold on to for power, for security, for life, for substance, for, uh, you're trusting it to save you. Could be, could be you're clinging on to, uh, money. Could be you're clinging on to your job. It could be you're clinging on to, um, the notion of success, whatever notion of success you have could be you're clinging on to popularity. You're clinging on to whatever, even yourself that I can save myself. Man, what is in your right hand? Is, is not this thing in my right hand a lie? Whoa! just man. You know, I think, I think a good prayer of confession today is just to ask the Lord to reveal to us, God, what, what am I holding in my right hand? Hmm. What am I holding in my right hand? What am I holding on to for security? What am I holding on to for, uh, to save me? If it's anything other than the Lord God, it's going to disappoint. And the sooner we realize that it's it's worthless, we let it go. We let it go. The sooner the better. All right, let's jump over to Ephesians. Let's jump over to Ephesians, New Testament. Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 17 through 32. Ephesians 4, 17 through 32. Let's see. Here we go. Um this is a uh, rules for Christian living, kind of how we should live our lives. Let's see. So I tell you this, and I insist on it in the Lord, that you must no longer live as the Gentiles do in the futility of their thinking. Same idea, right? Thinking. You got to get that idle thoughts out of our mind, right? We can't think like we can't worship things. We can't think like the Gentiles do. Futile. Futile. Like a, it's uh, it's worthless. It's uh, uh, pointless thinking, right? Um, they were darkened in their understanding and separated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them due to the hardening of their hearts. Having lost all sensitivity, they have given themselves over to sensuality, so to indulge in every kind of impurity, and they are full of greed. So, uh, that, however, is not the way of life you learned when you have heard about christ and were taught in him in accordance with the truth that is in jesus you were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off the old self which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires and to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like god in true righteousness and holiness yeah Hey, guys, some of you are, some of you this morning, you're getting dressed. You're getting ready for work. You're getting ready to go out and face the day. Look, make sure you put your clothes on. And I'm not talking about these physical clothes. And I'm not talking about stuff, you know, cotton or, or polyester <laughs> or whatever you're wearing. I'm talking about spiritual clothes. You put off the old self, and you put on the new self. You put on the new self. You put the, the spirit of holiness and gentleness and kindness and graciousness. You put on the clothing of the Holy Spirit. You put off impurity and greed, and you put on the new self, the righteousness of God and holiness. Put that on today, just like you put your shoes and your socks on. And say, you know what, God, I'm putting on the righteousness of God. I'm putting on the mind of Christ. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm putting on the love of God today. I'm putting it on, putting it on, head to toe. Come on, somebody, put it on, head to toe. Verse 27, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. And here you go, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Ooh, good lesson, guys. Don't let, don't go, don't get, don't, in, anger. Anger is a normal human emotion just means you care about things a lot. Anger is not bad. It's what we, we just got to be careful in our anger. We do not sin. And, you know, a whole host of sins can happen out of anger, right? We can slander people. We can uh, shoot people Have murdered people out of anger. I mean, it can get, we can go way off the chain. You know, you can say things that are unholy and unclean. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I shouldn't mean to say that. Yeah, you shouldn't have said, but you know what I mean? You get angry, but, um, and don't let the sun go down on your anger. Now, this is this is the verse that everybody uses as like in marriage counseling. Like, hey, uh, you know, you go to premarital counseling and say, look, here's the first thing: whenever you you get mad at your wife or your husband, just don't go to sleep until you make it right. And so, you, you know, don't go to bed. Just talk about it. And so you get mad, and then you're like, well, guys, we hey guys, we can't go to sleep. We can't go to sleep until we until you reconcile. <laughs> and there's some value in that. But this is not the point of the verse. is not strictly literal. Like, don't let the sun go down. The idea is what? Don't let it fester. Don't let anger. Don't let resentment. Don't let a a, a feud or a um, an argument. Don't let it fester. Deal with it. Find reconciliation. Uh, some of us are king kings and queens of withdrawal, right? We do draw. If, if there's a conflict, we just withdraw, and that's not healthy either, right? We gotta we gotta reconcile. We gotta figure it out. Work through it. Um, anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must work. Stop stealing. <laughs> it's crazy. You got to tell Christian people this. Hey, stop stealing. If, if you're stealing, stop it. <laughs> uh, uh, They must have something to share with. Uh, so do something useful with your hands that they may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths. But only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God great prayer for us today guys let's not grieve the Holy Spirit of God mm. man let's not what if we uh what if we live today uh, walking in step with the Holy Spirit um, and honoring the Holy Spirit not grieving the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption Verse 31, get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander among, uh, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to each other, forgiving each other. Man, that's exactly where we started today, right? When we just started talking about reflecting on Martin Luther King Jr., be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other. It's always the right time to be kind. Like, if you ever wondering, like, should I? In this situation, should I be kind? It's always, it's never wrong to be kind. It's never wrong to be kind. Never a bad idea to be nice. <laughs> you know, as a Christian, should I be nice? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to go on a limb here. Yeah. <laughs> be kind and compassionate, forgiving one another. Who do you need to forgive today, man? Maybe somebody, you need to forgive somebody. Let's just be honest. We all have hurts and things happen in life. Maybe happened yesterday. Maybe happened this morning. Maybe happened last night. Let's be kind and compassionate. Let's uh, let's forgive each other. Yeah. All right. Let's jump over to Mark. Mark chapter three. Let's do it. How we do it on time, guys? Oh yeah, we got to roll. Mark chapter three, verse nineteen. Mark three nineteen. That's a weird place to start. Mark three. I'm sorry, Mark 3, 7 through 19. No, that's right. No, three nineteen. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing here. Mark 3, 19. Here we go. Um, I'm going to begin at verse 20. <laughs> verse 20, here we go. Then Jesus entered a house, and again, a crowd gathered, so that he and his disciples were not even able to eat. Oh, now we got a problem. Look, I'm all for people coming and listening to Jesus, but if you're going to mess up my food, we got an issue here. We got a problem. We got a problem can't eat they got there's so many people jesus there's so many people here i can't eat <laughs> get them out of here <laughs> look i was with you jesus i was for you know saving the world but look right now right now i can't eat when the family when his family heard about this they went to take charge of him for they said he is out of his mind jesus because all these people are following him. 22 and the teachers of the law who came down from Jerusalem said he is possessed of Beelzebub by the prince of demons he is driving driving out demons so Jesus called them over to him and began to speak in parables how man it amazes me how relevant the word of God is I mean we were just talking about Martin Luther King Jr and how we can't how we can't we got to get along we got to be brothers and sisters even if we passionately disagree Even if we, even when people are saying clever, funny things that we agree with that is slandering other people, don't, let's not let's not do that, man. Let's not be a part of that. Watch what Jesus says. So Jesus called him over to him, and he began to speak. How can Satan drive out Satan? Verse 24, if a kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. And if Satan opposes himself and is divided, he cannot stand. the end will come. In fact, no one can enter a strong man's house without first trying without first without tying him up. Then he can plunder the strong man's house. Truly, I tell you, people can be forgiven all their sins and even in every slander they utter. but whoever blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven. They are guilty of eternal sin. So a couple things there. A kingdom divided against itself can't stand. So you know we, we've got to we 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 can't you know the media and politicians and opportunists all thrive on us hating each other and demonizing each other. Um, but a kingdom divided against itself will not stand, and we're all we, we, we all end up losing in that. Um, so so be kind and compassionate, right? Uh, the other part of that is that you know, blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Look, if you are concerned about whether or not you've blasphemed the Holy Spirit, you haven't blasphemed the Holy Spirit. A blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is to ascribe to the Holy Spirit things that are, that uh, that are not of God but of the devil. Describing, uh, saying that these godly acts are of the devil. So Jesus was filled with the, with filled with the Spirit, um, but they were ascribing to Jesus. They were ascribing demonic activity to jesus when in fact it was the holy was the holy spirit of god that was at work in him that's blasphemy um but if you're aware of it and you confess it that means the holy spirit is working in your heart and is making you aware of your own sin and so you are still able to be forgiven verse 30 he said this because they were saying he has an impure spirit then jesus's mother and brother arrived standing outside they sent someone in to call him a crowd was sitting around him, and they told him, "Your mother and your brothers are outside looking for you." Jesus said, "Where are my mother and my brothers?" He asked. Then he looked at those seated in the circle around him and he said, "Here are my mothers and my brothers. Here, are my here here are my mother and my brothers. Whoever does God's will, is my brother and sister and mother." Yeah, those who do the will of God, are Jesus's family. Man, let's be part of that family today, y'all. Let's be a part of the family of God. Let's let's be. Let's put on the clothes of the family of God, which is kindness and compassion uh, kindness and compassion, graciousness. We don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God. We don't we don't uh, we don't try to cause division. Um, we speak the truth. We speak we speak the truth as we see it as God reveals it to us, but we we seek to build up, not to tear down. Let's do that, y'all. Hey, I love you guys. You know what we do. We read, we pray, we change the world. So hey, let's do it. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for a reminder God to uh, to re- to release our worthless idols um, and so we release our idols before you today anything that we worship Lord instead of you we cast down we release it, we let go of it, and we exalt you and you alone as Lord and God over all and Lord you've taught us how to live that we should live with kindness and compassion, graciousness, that we should be uh, we should be slow to anger um, that we should be uh, those who bring people together, not divide, that we should be peacemakers. So God, help us to do that today. Help us to be clothed today with loving kindness and graciousness and and goodness. Um, Lord, help us to be those who build up the kingdom of God. Um, Lord, thank you for my friends. I pray you'd bless them and encourage them, give them strength, whatever they need for this week. Lord, may you grant it to them out of your graciousness and goodness. Lord, we love you. We praise you. And thank you for it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part. Thank you for your feedback. Thanks for sharing this. Thanks for subscribing. Uh, Thanks for liking it. Uh, Your support is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for that. Um, If ever you want to give me some feedback about the podcast, you can do that at BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com. BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember God's word is true, everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.